everyone, thanks for tuning in to Inspire to Aspire. Today, we have a very special and fashionable guest, Estella Strzok. She is the founder of Ethica, a brand that aims to make sustainable fashion more accessible. Without further ado, hi Estella, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you today. As a first thing, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So, of course. Um, My name is Estella. I am from New York and I'm 20 years old. Um, I've always been really interested in, so when I was younger, I was like interested in fashion, like playing dress up. And I was introduced to like the concept of like ego kids. I was in a club called Ego Kids growing up. So like now I've like combined the two to like for my career, which is fun. (laughs) Getting in touch with my child like self. (laughs) Going back to the very basics, what exactly is Ethica? So it is a secondhand circular fashion brand. Um, I'm moving to the city in the fall, so that's when, that's why it says NYC. We are, I live close to the city. All of the items are sourced in the city, but um, so that's like a little confusing, but it's a circular fashion brand. Yeah, I love that because it's an online brand, all these clothes are so accessible to everyone. Um, what was your inspiration in starting Ethica? Um, because honestly, I was bored in quarantine and I like I started it in May and it really started out as a passion project. And my mother has always like she's been an entrepreneur. I've been around like entrepreneurs my whole life. So I was like, why don't I just like take my crack at the bat, you know? So um yeah, I just like, and also I wanted to, it's an idea that I, that has been cooking for like my entire life. And like, it's funny because I'll look back or have a snap memory or something. And it's like a video of me, like talking about how like nobody cares about the, like the earth is dying. All they want to do is buy things. So like, why not use the fact that people want to buy things to help the planet, you know? So um, it's been, I don't know. And I just, there's like such a good community with like TikTok and everything so I I had a feeling that it would do well and obviously the brand is still being built and we're definitely like not a stable still startup still in the baby seed phase but yeah it's exciting and fun it's so awesome how you were able to fuel your personal passions and turn it into this amazing brand um, where exactly does Ethica get its clothes from okay so we started I started the company being completely donation-based and that started that like was okay when everything was a base price of like $10 but that was when it was a a passion project and now I'm turning it into a business so eventually I do want to get a majority of the clothing from like donations from people who believe in our mission but for now I want to I'm trying to establish the look of the brand the feel because we're trying to get like timeless pieces, multifaceted, timeless pieces that you will have in your closet for years to come that you can style different ways for any age. Um, But in order to do that and like set up what I want the brand to be, we have to outsource. So I just go into New York City and go to various thrift stores and source the items that way. Mm -hmm. This brand has certainly grown from just a passion project to now a full brand. Um, I saw on Instagram that Ethica has more than 2,000 sales, which is amazing. How were you able to grow it into such a big brand? Um, TikTok, (laughs) that's it. Like, I'm just like, "Mm, 
TikTok. Without TikTok, I would probably have like 2,000 followers. Um, and on TikTok, we have 167,000 followers or something. And on Instagram, we have 30,000. So TikTok is definitely like an insane resource that a lot of brands, smaller brands, like haven't tapped into. And I'm excited to use it to help us grow even more. But yeah. So follow us on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Social media has been such a powerful tool for everyone. Um, I know you also released around 10 collections of clothing. How do you usually create your various collections? Um, I'll basically, so right now we've been looking at um, vintage Vogue covers and like using honestly Princess Diana as a style icon. So we'll find a vintage Vogue cover and then choose a color or a few colors from the Vintage Vogue cover and then find a matching picture of Princess Diana and color drop and all. That's like what I use for inspiration for the different drops of like organizing. Well, that's what we're gonna do in the future. For now, it's just like, I do have a lot of items still that were donated. So we're trying to like, I'm trying to create collections that will incorporate those items as well so that we can like get everything into someone's closet. but and like because the whole point of it is to help clothing avoid the landfill because 85 percent of all clothes end up in the landfill i think it's so cool that you're looking to those vintage vogue covers as your inspiration i think vintage and early 2000s has definitely become more of a trend lately thank you yeah and it's it's funny because a lot of our like not there's been a few vintage items but i feel like honestly if i were to limit it to vintage that would be extremely limiting because there are a lot of cool clothes that were just released last season that are gonna get thrown out that never even made it to the racks that are still new with tags that are gonna get thrown out so i i like am including that vibe but the clothing are very much of of today kind of but they're i wish i had some items i could show you i'll send you some pictures after but there's a lot of items that are um you would look at and be like um someone that's 20 wouldn't wear that but then like i'm like actually they would you just have to it's all about like finding your style and being comfortable in your style. And a lot of people follow the trends that these fast fashion brands are pushing out every single week. There are 52 micro seasons um, per year. So there's a new collection, a new trend that these fast fashion brands are pushing out per week. So a lot of people feel paralyzed in their ability to like choose a style because there's always a new thing being pushed. So like a part of our mission is to help people find and invest in items they love that they'll have for years that they can style many, many different ways that they'll keep as their style is changing. Um, So that's like a huge part of what we're doing. I can definitely relate to that feeling of trying to keep up with new trends of clothing. I feel like every two months, these big name companies are coming out with new styles and pieces of clothing and it's hard to keep up with everything. Yeah, I totally get that. And it's funny because this past year, I've really had a lot of time to myself where I can just like, not be impacted by like other people's sense of style to like discover my own sense of style and it's funny because as my style has been changing the items of clothing aren't like the way something that i've noticed is if you accessorize and you have like a capsule wardrobe the accessories are what causes the style change and not the actual items so I don't know. It's just really, really cool to experiment with fashion, see how many different styles you can pull out of this one piece. And I feel like a lot of 
a lot of people don't really look at it that way, but it's kind of like an art. It's an art form to be able to style like this dress 50 different ways. Mm-hmm. And I know you just briefly touched on this, but how do you incorporate your own fashion sense and style for Ethica's collections? So um, for now, since every, like we have a lot of donations still, um, so a lot of that, a lot of them aren't items that I would wear, but when I'm going and I'm sourcing items, I pretty much think about like, okay, would I wear this? Is this my style? Because my style I do think is pretty timeless, but then it like, you can incorporate, it's trend, it's like saying something that is timeless and trendy is a little like juxtaposition-y, but when you actually think about it, you can make something timeless and trendy. Like I just bought this beautiful, long dresses and long skirts are in, but pastel long dresses and long skirts are in. What I did was I bought this beautiful navy blue long dress that's like, I'm obsessed with it. I can style it like 15 different ways. Um, And it's trendy because it's a long dress, but it's my style. I made the trend fit me instead of making me fit the trend. So that's like a lot about what I think of when I'm curating the items. Will someone be able to make this, like, will someone be able to use this and make it trendy in the future, regardless of what the trend is. I like how you said that you make the trend fit you and not the other way around. Um, I feel like we're usually the ones that are super busy chasing the trend. And yeah, I never really thought of it that way. So that's super interesting to hear. On that note, we are going to take a short break. And after we'll talk more about Estella's experiences as the founder and owner of Ethica and her views on the fashion industry. We'll be right back. Do you have someone from a particular career field you want to hear from? If you do, head on over to at inspire to aspire podcast on Instagram and fill out the speaker suggestions form in the bio. I'm always looking to get suggestions on who I could feature next and how I could help you achieve your dreams. While you're there, be sure to give at inspire to aspire podcast a follow to stay up to date with the show. Now let's get back to the episode. And we're back. So on a more business perspective, what does your day-to-day look like as the founder and owner of Ethica? Um, so every day I have like meetings with my team. We have a team of 12 women uh, from graphic designers to people who are just helping me brainstorm. We have writers and we have people who are helping like with the Instagram schedule because I really want to, you know, get a good schedule. We're still in the baby stages. We're still figuring everything out. But um, a lot of my day is just spent like brainstorming. What can we do next? Like, what is the next step? And then I'll have a meeting with someone discussing how they can help us get there. Um, and then obviously, like, I'm the only one who can deal with the clothes because my, my entire team is remote. Everyone's all over the U.S., which is really, really cool. Um, but yeah, organizing the clothes is a lot of what I do. And then obviously like making TikToks and videos and photos of the clothing as well. But yeah, there's a lot of, my screen time has definitely gone up. (laughs) Um, How did you grow your team to a team of 12 women who are all around the US? The beginning of December, I put out a like small little um, like advertisement kind of on my Instagram story. It was like, if you're interested in being social media intern, like, please submit a resume and cover letter and why you want to help with the mission. So I got like 40 applications and ended up choosing, um, I think, nine. And 
um, I don't know. I just kind of saw what their vibe was. I had everyone do like a little collage of like their vision kind of. So it was like people who could, uh, whose vision like aligned with mine. And then when I met them, it like made sense that I chose them. The universe sent them my way for a reason. Um, and then throughout the next couple of weeks, people would find me on on um tiktok or instagram and like randomly send me resumes and then if i like needed i need another graphic designer and the next day someone sent me um her name is rosie she sent me her application and i was like oh my gosh this is perfect so it just like they kind of fell in my lap which is cool i love how through this brand you're not only pushing for accessible and sustainable fashion but you're also leading with a team of 12 women yeah. And it's ages 16 to 21, so we're all really young. Oh, I'm 17 right now, and I love that people my age are pushing for this new wave of fashion. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know Ethica also emphasizes circular fashion in its mission statement. What exactly is circular fashion? So circular, okay. We have to take a step back to talk about circular economy versus linear economy. So the, lin- the circular economy is what's going to like save our existence on the planet because right now we have a linear economy where something is produced, it's used, and then it's thrown out into the landfill. But ideally, in the future, hopefully soon, we'll start to transition to a circular economy where things are like produced and they're used and repurposed until they fall apart. And then once they fall apart, they're even reused and repurposed in something else. Where instead of taking resources from the planet that is unnecessarily being like stolen from our beautiful planet, we're reusing things that already exist and are still functional and like repurposing them into, into new items. So circular fashion, if you actually look at trends right now, like, and always there's, Trends dating back like 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. So fashion is literally circular. Trends are circular. But when you think about fashion, like fashion isn't really circular yet because Zara, H&M, Forever 21, they're just creating lookalikes to these vintage pieces that fit the trend that are happening right now. But imagine if there was someone, we could somehow get those vintage pieces instead of them have being in the landfill, into the closets of the people who want to dress that way because every single item of clothing that was ever produced still exists oh i didn't know that circular fashion was actually connected to our economy and our like spending habits Um, how can we be more sustainable in our fashion choices buying less because we buy 60 percent more items than we did in 1980 but use them for 15 percent of the time So buy less, make it last. Buying what you love is key. Like when I shop, if I like something, I'm like, eh, I don't really need it, you know? But if I love it, I'll buy it. Um, And buying what you love, because if you actually love something, if you fall in love with something, you're not gonna throw it away. You're not gonna participate in this throwaway culture that we have. We have a disgusting, like pervasive throwaway culture. And um, for, like last year when I was in college, I'm on a gap year right now. I wore this awesome pair of pants that I love. They have this like cute little chain, they're black. Um, and I wore them one night out. And then the next night I wore them again. Wait, no, not the next night, but two days later I wore them again out. And someone like made a comment 
about how I wore them before. I'm like, I bought them. I love them. Of course I'm going to wear them. So like, it's about embracing item repeating. Cause like people say outfit repeating, but like, I never repeat. I mean, I do repeat outfits sometimes, but I like will incorporate the same pair of pants into 50 different outfits. So it's about item repeating for me. Um, but like, there's so many ways to be sustainable in fashion, but people don't, it's like, now that I'm in the industry and like, I'm learning about it, it's easier for me to be like, oh my God, I could just like pin this and it looks like an entirely different shirt. So it's about like learning how to, a really cool way to be sustainable is using what you have, but also learning how to style it differently with like, you could like tape something to be differently. You can like, all of my crop tops are not actually cropped. They're full length shirts so that when I'm older and I don't want to wear crop tops anymore, I can still have a shirt that I love. So it's like about figuring out how to make like doubling or tripling or quadrupling your wardrobe for free, basically. It's like super sustainable. I definitely agree with what you said about wearing something twice. Um, I feel like our culture has like a hidden stigma that we can't wear something out for consecutive days without feeling dirty. It's something I've noticed like even as a kid, like in fifth grade, someone's like, oh my God, I wore these pants yesterday. Do you think anyone will notice? I'm like, um, we're children. <laughs> like no one cares, you know? So it's just like super interesting. And I remember stressing about it as well. And I went to a school with like 10 people, like it didn't really matter. Um, but it's just like so ingrained in our culture and society, which is kind of weird when you think about it. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, so like the big question, why is it important for us to shop sustainably? Um, well, <laughs> when you think about it, we're the last generation, like one of the last generations that's not going to like, obviously climate change is happening right now, but we're the last generation that will be able to actually like stop it or like slow it. So for me, a huge motivator behind like being sustainable and living a more sustainable life um, when I can, because obviously you can't, like even the best environmentalist ever is still gonna use single use plastic sometimes. It's, it's pervasive, it's impossible to escape, but um, a huge motivator for me in my like sustainable journey and like the reason why is I'm just thinking wow kids that are being born today if we don't act now don't have a future like I don't have a future you know we don't have a future right now our parents they got to think about oh my god I'm gonna get to buy a house I'm gonna get to have kids I'm gonna get to see my kids graduate we don't have that like, and I think a lot of people it makes me really sad and like emotional and like oh it makes me like I don't want to go scream out like because we didn't do it but we have to stop it and we have to mobilize as soon as possible and I think a great way and a great place to start is your closet because it's like so easy and once you start you don't have to stop like I have a closet right now I I wish I knew how many I really need to know how many items I have I think I have like 35 items but I can literally make a thousand outfits out of them because they're, I love them and I'll have all these items forever because they're like timeless and they're ageless as long as my body doesn't change. So um, yeah, that's my little thing. But yeah, I just, the, the why behind being sustainable is so important and, and making sustainability easy is so important as well because it's so hard to ditch single-use plastic like it's freaking everywhere and like if I'm driving if I'm doing a road trip with my friends and we're stopping at a gas station I'm not gonna use fill up my water bottle with 
like a gas station sink, you know, I'm going to probably buy a plastic water bottle, but that has nothing. If I'm going to fly, my dad lives in Seattle. I can't spend two weeks driving across the country. I'm going to fly, you know, that doesn't have to do with me. That's a system. But what has to do with me is the clothing I wear. Like that is something everyone wears clothing. Everyone buys clothing all the time. That's such an easy and sustainable switch you could make. And it has an insane impact. I think you bring up a really interesting point. Um, when people talk about stopping climate change, I feel like we don't really take fashion into consideration. So it's super cool that Ethica is aiming to change this by putting sustainable fashion first. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it, I mean, the fashion industry is the second largest polluter in the world. The fashion industry uses more oil per year than, per year than the entire country of Spain. So it's like things like that. Um, if every American bought one piece of like used clothing instead of new per year, we'd save 6 billion pounds of carbon. So it's like making a tiny switch like that, huge impact. I didn't know that. I am learning so many things throughout this interview. <laughs> Yay! So talking more about Ethica's future, can you tell us a little bit about Ethica's next collection? Yeah, it's a bunch of like fun so there's a few blazers a few like long dresses a lot of them are more pastel-y um and there's like some whites I don't know I was just actually before we hopped on I was um organizing it but I'm excited there's like some bright greens there's some bright blues and purples and there's this really 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 cute like swimsuit cover-up um that I really love it's like a light green um, I think we're going to call it the sunny drop because, you know, sunny colors and like be radiant shot the sunny drop, but I'm not really sure yet, but follow the Instagram. We'll have a lot of like previews on it. Yeah, the collection sounds so beautiful and fun. I love that it's geared towards spring. Um, going further, what are some of your hopes and dreams for Ethica? Um, okay, so we actually have to change the name. <laughs> So there's like the name change. We have to change the name because of like legal and trademark things. So there's a name change. So honestly, for the future of the of Ethica, we'll call it Ethica for now. Um, we personally, I think it's the future of fashion. Like I think this is the future of the fashion industry. And um, we obviously need as many people as possible on board, like and and rallying around our mission, like um because collective action is what's gonna save our planet and save our existence on this planet. So we're trying to inspire people because like climate education is one thing, awesome. But how are you gonna get people who don't feel like they have a voice or they can actually make change? Like how are you gonna get them to care, especially about something that's like actually terrifying? Like keeps me up at night, gives me nightmares, terrifying. And like people, I think also, people don't understand how scary the concept of climate change is but like if we can give people something to make it feel like they are doing something and like actually having an impact because this actually has an impact and you can quantify it down to the like pounds of carbon saved so um I really want to help mobilize the masses and like lead this change because it's a movement like this isn't this is a movement it's a fashion movement that we're trying to inspire and I think that this brand 
is the future of fashion. I love your passion in all of this and making fashion more sustainable, but also more accessible to everyone, which I think is such an important part of this movement. Um, as a last thing in one sentence, what would you say to inspire Generation Z? Um, I would definitely say feel empowered in your ability to make change because you as a singular person can't make change. Yeah, I love that advice. Thank you so much to Estella Shrug for taking the time to talk with me today on the importance of sustainable fashion. I feel like this quote by Margaret Mead, an American anthropologist who fought for various societal issues, really sums up today's discussion. Margaret Mead once said, Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Despite Estella's young age, I truly think that she is one of the leaders that is at the forefront of the fight for affordable and sustainable fashion. She continues to be an advocate for not only sustainable fashion, but also our climate and world through Ethica. Even on Zoom, I could really feel her passion for fighting for a new kind of fashion industry. Therefore, I encourage everyone to join Estella in supporting sustainable fashion by shopping on Ethica. Ethica is having their next launch this Friday, so expect to see some beautiful pieces on their page. You can find Ethica on Instagram at EthicaNYC. Thanks for listening to this episode and tune in next week to hear from another inspirational guest. Catch you later!